Hey podcast listeners, we got a good episode in store for you today. Today's episode is going to be about the power of TikTok and how you can repurpose content to put out more stuff on social media. As always, don't forget to rate the podcast if you enjoy, share it with a friend, and stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full transparency, we recorded this episode in the same day yep. as episode one. We just finished. You know what? I was supposed to change my shirt just to throw people off, but I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> See, now that that is a transparent company, right? Not to toot our own horn or anything, but we That's just right. told you That's guys right. the secret. Deal's done. Go ahead and hire us. Yep, that's that's good enough reason. That's all you need. We didn't change shirts. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, well, man. thanks so much, everybody listening. You're listening to The Shell, a safe haven from the rest of the world where marketing savants can get together and discuss the latest trends, marketing tactics, and share tips tips and tricks of the trade. That's a tongue twister. Tricks and tips. Tricks and tips of the trade. I am your host, Spencer Ryan, creative director here at Tortuga Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Luis Suarez, CEO of Tortuga Marketing and Professional Ninja Turtle. <laughs> it's your official title now, Professional Ninja Turtle. I like it. I like it. I wonder if I could be considered a professional Ninja Turtle, though. Well, I mean, personally, I think like an, a non-professional Ninja Turtle are those people that go to like cosplay events dressed as Ninja Turtles, nin, Ninja Turtles. Okay. And then okay. like a professional Ninja Turtle is someone who named their entire agency after turtles. <laughs> I will accept the title then. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. Uh, I, I mean, it's only fair, right? You're doing it professionally. You're, you are a professional turtle. That makes sense. I mean, the definition of professionals when you get paid for it right exactly all right don't exactly. fact check us on that folks <laughs> yeah don't do that please <laughs> oh man i'm excited though i'm excited to be back doing another episode literally five minutes later I, i'm digging it <laughs> me too me too still got the same coffee from last episode dang it i forgot it again this time I have no idea where I put it. <laughs> that's that's going to be the theme of all podcasts. Like you're going to forget your coffee every time. <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, if you just finished watching episode one, I, I had made a fresh cup of coffee. I was going to have it with me for the episode. And I found it at the end of the episode. I had left it on a counter somewhere. And now I don't have it again. I must have left it back on the counter. I am totally okay with you going to get your coffee because I have a little spiel to say you know, to our audience. So right, if you want to grab your coffee. All right, let's do it. I'll leave you with them. <laughs> all right. In the meantime, I'm just going to go ahead and let you all know. Thank you so much for listening. I got to go through the normal mumbo jumbo, you know, give us a rating. If you like our podcast, let us know, give us some feedback, tell us whether or not you like the show or tell us if you hate it. I mean, we, we take constructive criticism too. And as always, whatever platform you're listening on, please give us a rating. But only if it's honest. Don't hype us up too much because we don't we don't need all the hype. Um, and uh, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying season two so far. We really wanted to go with more of a casual approach. You know, just talk, get some things out there. I think a lot of up oh, news is back. No coffee. I missed the spiel, and I didn't even find my coffee. Oh no. It's okay. It's okay. I was just telling them that this season's a little more casual. We get to we get to talk. People get to hear a little more about us, you know? Yeah. That's and the they point. get to learn I like things. It. 
That's right. <laughs> I came up with that whole like silly intro, but it's true. Like the shell is a safe haven from the rest of the world. We can talk marketing. You guys can just come here to to resonate with us and understand that we're going through the same things you are. You know, you're not alone. Um, yeah. So I think it's a nice little place to be. I'm I'm in a lot of Tortuga videos. Well, you are too, but but I, I think I got featured a lot more on the blog than you did. You should talk about something that people don't know about you. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, okay, so a lot of my business is out there because I happen to be <laughs> on social media too. I'm pretty, pretty fluent out there. Okay, here's one. I, I play guitar. People don't know that. Mm-mm, nope, people do not know that. I don't really put that out there, but I play guitar. What was your, uh, didn't you have a guitar kind of username back in the day? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all, no, we all had that when, when the internet first came up, we've all, we all have that like first initial unprofessional username that we all, you know, started our, our internet lives with. <laughs> I, yeah. I won't make you say it if you don't, if you don't want to. <laughs> you guys can still email me. It's guitarman011 at live.com. <laughs> It used to be Hotmail, and then I converted it to the live. Oh, at least you made some progress there. <laughs> yeah, I remember back in the AIM days. I don't remember if we called it AIM or AIM, but the, the chatting days. Yeah, it was oh, it was definitely AIM or Instant Messenger. There was that. Wow. And there was also Skype. We did Skype a lot, too. We did. Skype was pretty big back then. And that was before Skype was owned by Microsoft, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it was like its own thing. I remember it was around the same time when Chat Roulette was big. That was interesting. Oh. Do, you, dude, do you remember Formspring? Oh, vaguely. It sounds familiar. It was, it was the Formspring was that website where you could go and chit chat. Well, you wouldn't chit chat, but like you could go and anonymously post questions and people would have to answer them. There's been a couple. There's been a couple like that, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Remember that? Remember the, um, there was a, shoot, never mind. But I know Instagram, Instagram, there was a big Instagram trend recently too, a couple years ago where people would ask you questions. What was it called? Anyways, I digress. <laughs> yeah. There, there's so many trends to keep up with these days, but Lately, TikTok's been the move. That's where all the trends are now. Yeah, and Spencer has a TikTok account too. Oh, he—you even had a post go um, go pretty viral. That was wild. Yeah. So it was funny because we made our we made our whole like being transparent again. We made our whole YouTube video about TikTok, right? For Tortuga, we talked about how you can gain traction for your business on TikTok. And I'll never forget feeling all kinds of ways because I was like, well, I've never had a viral TikTok. Tortuga's never had a viral TikTok. But I knew deep in my heart, like, I, I could do it. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't hard. I just never did. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, I made a TikTok and it got 1.2 million views. My, <laughs> my account grew from 300, I think, followers on TikTok to over 3,600 now off of that one thing. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, TikTok's the move, guys. If you're not on there, I mean, in the oh, Lewis, this is a great point too. Like how many, I know you're a pretty avid user of TikTok. How many TikToks have you seen lately that are not the original TikTok, right? Like business people, 
that are going up there and talking about their businesses and talking about their side hustles that aren't really like, it wasn't what TikTok was a year ago. Right, right. And you know what, this, this, this just came up during a family dinner this weekend. Uh, we were at a birthday party on Friday night talking about TikTok. And in one table with all different age groups, you had the avid TikTokers. And then of course, you had the kids, the kids were all on, on TikTok. And then you had the ones that had just gotten into it. And then you had the other folks who are just completely against it. I'm never getting on there. It's just kids dancing. It's not though. It's, 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 it's really, it's not at all that, I, you know, I do understand that's where it came from. And a lot of it is, you know, the viral dance videos and stuff like that. Um, but you know, every social media platform has its start, right? Facebook isn't yep. what it was when it started. Neither is Instagram. Um, no. And TikTok is, is already there too. Really, I think eventually it's just going to be like all the other ones. Everyone's going to be on it at some point. And yeah. uh, you're just in different stages of denial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true because there are every platform that I can think of that I've been a part of evolved. You Absolutely. know, um, Facebook was the almost like the flirty social network. And now I think Facebook is like the business, like, <laughs> it's weird. Facebook is becoming the old LinkedIn to me, um, but just more for like people instead of business. Right. And, uh, and then like Instagram, I remember the early beginnings of Instagram when it was just photos, square photos. And you pretty much oh, had like two options too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember when they first allowed 15 second videos, widescreen, 16 by nine. I have so many 15 second videos on my, on my Microsoft OneDrive account that I made specifically for Instagram. Flopped so hard, but oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I remember like being so excited about it. and that's really what every platform goes through. I mean, all of these start somewhere. Absolutely. I literally, you have to. I have a TikTok. Uh, saved somewhere because I'm starting to look into real estate. I feel strongly about maybe getting into the real estate game and just like getting a house soon. Um, and I, I don't know where I saved it somewhere, but it's this guy, like he's just literally talking about some points that people don't know about real estate. Like, Oh, you think you need 30% down false. You know, you, you think that you can't get a loan through the government or whatever false. And like, there's just so much stuff. Yeah, I've personally learned on the business side of things through TikTok now. And it's it's had an incredible evolving period. At the end of the day, it's a new channel, new medium, new opportunity. And I get as a person why people might be hesitant to join. And that's totally cool. You can do whatever you want. But if you have a business or if you're in marketing, you know, if you're in that space, you're not really in a position where you can just dismiss it because you think that it's children dancing. Um, Absolutely. I I think it's kind of your responsibility to do your due diligence and you can still decide to pass, but you should at least get informed, right? And then make that call. Yeah. And one of the reasons why TikTok is so powerful is because the rate at which people consume, you know, that's why people can get millions of views over almost nothing because TikTok as a platform was built a very consumer friendly way, like boom, boom, boom. It's like Netflix, right? Everyone wants to binge Netflix. People binge TikTok. 
Netflix created a new way to consume video. And I think that's what they're, they're more than just the company that gave you video. Like they created a culture, they created a new way to do video. Right. And mm-hmm. th- I think that's what TikTok did too. It's not just a social media platform. They literally took, they observed people's mindsets and our short attention spans and they provided a new way to consume content that that's efficient. It's fast. It's quick. Yeah. And it's funny because like, I remember in the early days of Instagram, uh, essentially you, you would follow your friends and your feed was timeline based. It was all, uh, chronological, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you would only see what your friends posted in the time that they posted it. And so TikTok, I don't remember what Musical.ly was like. I don't want someone to fact check me. I don't, I don't remember what it was like. Yeah, I don't, know. don't do that, guys. <laughs> all, I know, all I know is right now, TikTok is so powerful because, A, it, everything's less than a minute, right? It's very bingeable. Like, people can just sit there and watch for hours. I, I don't know if you've seen the new, like, it's really cool, but the new, like, creator-based time locks, it's like, hey, you've been scrolling too long. Go to sleep. Uh, where the, like the audience themselves, like they're making it. Yeah. So like, well, yeah, TikTok's, you know how like Instagram will be like, Hey, you've spent an hour. You might want to stop. Mm-hmm. TikTok got people to like record it. And they're like, Hey man, I know TikTok's great, but uh, you, you should stop scrolling now. And it gets yeah. me every time. Like, yeah. You're right. I know. Just- every time I see it, I'm like, okay, good night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's just how bingeable it is. And the, like back to my original point, TikTok is built on an algorithm and has a really good idea of what you're interested in. So it shares those things to you. Like it, it already knows. That's why it's so powerful. Instagram in the beginning, it was just showing you what you followed and in the order that it came out. Now, like you're getting this content thrown in front of you every five seconds and it's content that you like. Absolutely. Well, this is the way of the future. I think I know that right now, personalized content is still in a weird gray area where if it's too personalized, it's creepy. If it's Mm -hmm. not personalized enough, it's boring. Uh, At the end of the day, the information about you is already out there. There is If you exist and you use technology, there is zero privacy for you. I hate to break it to you. Um, You know, if you still don't sign in through Facebook or don't do other things, you're protecting your data. Someone still has your data. It's just there. So I think the longer that you, the the longer that time passes and the closer we are to, you know, the future, so to speak, the more personalized content will just be normal. I think eventually we're just going to build this like tolerance to just being personalized like that. Right now it's still a little freaky and, and it can, you know, make us feel some type of way when you talk about a product and you see an advertisement. (laughs) I was going to say, though, how freaky is it? Because we kind of just brush it off now. Like, oh, yeah, that's Facebook. We do. We do. But some people still, some people, I think, still get a little freaked out by it. But I I think in general, we're moving towards a direction where that's just going to be the norm. Right. Right. And, uh, and I, that's, that's, you know, you mentioned this being one of the big reasons why, why TikTok is so huge. And I have to agree. Yeah. And you mentioned something earlier and you were like, as a business, you, you have to do your due diligence. And I think one thing that people, commonly ask themselves is how, like, even if I want to, even if I look it up, even if I see that TikTok is the wave right now, how do I even start to make, I don't know how to dance. I don't know how to like make videos. I don't know how to like, I don't even have the time of day 
to do this. And that is where repurposing content comes in. We're talking about this this week on our Instagram uh, and Facebook stories and you know how to essentially repurpose content because in the past, businesses would spend thousands of dollars on a video. They would promote the video as part of a campaign or whatever. It, it run its spot as a commercial. And then what? The video is dead. They, they send it to its grave. It's over. Yep. And we are, we're not in that age anymore. You know, we're doing this right now. This podcast is a long piece of content and we're recording the video so that we could share it on Instagram. You're probably watching this on Instagram right now. Boom. The power of repurposing content. You know, <laughs> so that is a great way to to get your feet into TikTok. I mean, sure, you want to you want to pay attention to the trends. You want to look at what's what's doing well, what people like. But at the same time, TikTok is in this evolving state where anything goes. And if people like it, they're going to follow it. So repurpose your content. I think it's a powerful tool. Like, don't you agree? Like, what would you say to someone who's like, I don't think I can make content on TikTok. I don't have the time. I was, yeah, I was actually going to go, yes, yes to the solution, 100% agree. But even even before getting to repurposing content, because that's more of like, uh, I, I feel like repurposing content is one very specific solution, right? To, to potentially doing TikTok, which I, I 100% agree with. And I think you can do that. I, I'm a little bit annoyed with people <laughs> as of late because I keep hearing that same thing, right? From both large companies and understandably smaller businesses. Like I get it, I get it, I get it. I heard it enough. I know what I need to do. I just don't know how to do it. And so I'm just not going to do anything. Right. As someone I think does a little bit better job of doing, um, it's a little frustrating because I don't, I don't see it as challenging. If, if, you, if you have a larger team, if you have a big business, um, and you want to get into doing something like TikTok, but you don't know where to start, you should hire someone <laughs> because there are people who know how to do it. And, and I'm not even trying to throw ourselves into the mix, right? There are TikTok specific agencies. There are people that you can work with. There are freelancers, no excuse, right? But there are smaller businesses too. A lot of smaller businesses follow us and, and I have a lot of small business friends and their excuse, I think, is a little bit more plausible, right? Like, hey, I, I know I hear it. I hear you. I should be doing it. I don't have the resources to. I don't have the money to. And to that point, like, yeah, that makes sense. I agree. But, but you could also say the same thing about literally everything in the business because that's part of owning and starting and running a business. You, you never have enough. You never have what you need. But you're, you, work, you work towards it, right? Like, you don't have enough... Uh, my dad is a tree service company and he doesn't have the ability to go out and buy a crane right now, but he will, you know, you put money away and you work towards it and you know, that's something you want. So you do it eventually. Right. Um, and, and to Spencer's point now, finally looping back around. So <laughs> I just feel like I had to make that statement because too many people just brush it off and they're just like, oh, I just don't know how, so I'm not going to. Um, but once you decide to do it, you know, if you're already producing content, I, I love the idea of repurposing content. You don't have to, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of misconception of people think that you've got to, you know, hey, I just recorded this episode, this video, it's two, three, four minutes long for my YouTube channel. Now I got to do it all over again for TikTok. But you don't know. Um, and a lot of people now that are moving into TikTok, if you follow a lot of YouTubers, I don't know if it's just me. 
but there's this YouTube channel I follow. <laughs> I, I follow some really like odd things on YouTube. Not bad, but like, like here's me cutting my steak. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like the ASMR stuff, where I like to watch people like chop wood. Uh, it's super weird. Uh, but this is one channel. There's this one channel where these two guys will build like just about anything out in the middle of the woods. Do you know what I'm talking That's about? Crazy. No, I've never seen it. Never seen it. They'll they'll like dig out caves. They'll build pools. They'll like do everything using sticks and stones and clay. Okay, I saw the one guy who built a pool. Like, yeah. Well, no, yeah, he built like a pool and like an underground mansion type thing. That's it. Those are the guys. Yep, they've had okay. a handful of videos go viral. So they're huge on YouTube. That's all they do. And when they they recently this week moved over to TikTok, and within a couple of days, they're almost at a million followers. And they're just no surprise clips. Like they're taking one minute clips from their video and putting them now in TikTok. Yep. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to make it presentable in the new platform. Um, so absolutely, yeah. Making it presentable in the new platform doesn't mean you know it has to be like the, in the form of a dance. You know, Correct. but yeah. m- making it in a way that's native to the viewer because. TikTok is in that phase where you can swipe and if it's interesting, you're watching. You know, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, hitting the woe or if you're just building things. It doesn't, it really doesn't matter. If it's interesting, I'm watching it. You know, there's a lot of people out there like in the Star Wars niche. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm watching your stuff. You know, if you like Star Wars, you should be on TikTok because there's a genre out there and I'm part of it. Um <laughs> You know, there's a lot of people out there that, it, wow, it is pouring rain. There's a lot of people out there that are just uh, really just honing in on what they love and putting it on TikTok and making it in the in the form factor for that platform. And I'm, I'm here for it. And I think a lot of people can benefit if they do the same thing. You know, if, you're, if your whole business is about flipping houses and you've made videos about flipping houses in the past or you haven't made videos about flipping houses in the past, Hire someone to do it and throw that stuff on TikTok, man. There are people out there who are looking to figure out how to flip houses and they'll stumble upon your stuff and they'll be like, I'm going to follow this guy. I have a question for you that I I have my own answer, but I'd love to see what you say. I'm putting you on the spot. Mm. (laughs) Mm, I don't know if I like this Mm. (laughs) and podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening guys. (laughs) So, Another excuse I hear all the time, it, what, so I, I hear people say, well, what business does my business have being on TikTok? I'm an HVAC guy. And then I pull up my phone and I show them, you know, another HVAC guy who has 700,000 followers and he's just absolutely crushing it by putting his phone in the corner while he installs a filter, or does something like completely, completely not interesting, but to some people, apparently it is. Yeah. Um, and they go, well, sure, but how does that help my business locally? Like what, what good does my local business have? What benefit does my local business get from being nationally recognized? That's a, I mean, you, you kind of did throw me for a loop, but I have some really good responses because a thousand things are going through my mind. So first of all, the one thing that people forget about social media is if you have an audience, you can get sponsored. Please don't forget that. Like, I don't know. Say you, say you get a million followers on TikTok and you wonder how it helps you locally. Well, if you get a million dollar sponsorship, you're probably already doing more money than you were in your HVAC business. 
Like, isn't that what you got into the business for to make money? Um, that's, that's one thing that comes out of the top of my mind. The second thing is just, uh, honestly, you're probably going to be known more. You have, you know, now you have a presence. Now you are a, uh, an authority figure in your space. You can use that to your advantage. Uh, you can even promote this stuff locally. I mean, you have uh, social proof. That's the word I was looking for. You have social proof now. You're an expert in your industry. So, you know, being able to, to share that locally and show people that it's, everyone wants to go where everyone is, you know, where we, monkey see, monkey do. That's, that's what we do as humans. So if I, if personally, if I see you and you're an HVAC guy and I see that you have like a million followers on TikTok and you're in Raleigh, the first thing I'm going to, the first person I'm going to call is the HVAC dude from TikTok in Raleigh. Like it's just point blank. But there's a million ways that you could take it. Uh, perhaps you, I mean, maybe you don't even care. Maybe you don't care about the local traffic. Maybe you're just doing this for fun. I mean, there's sponsorship opportunities. There's opportunities to collaborate with other people. I don't know if this was the direction you were going or if you even uh, yeah, had an you're, you're going even beyond that. Because I was, I was going to say the social proof alone is invaluable. Um, yeah. You know, imagine walking into, uh, you know, walk into the room. One person's like, no background, nobody knows who's he, who he is. Nobody has any credentials on him. But you have another guy who, you know, was professional wrestler in Nashville. You know, mm-hmm. sure, he's not a professional wrestler here, but he's still a professional wrestler. Like he walks into the room with some credibility. And in a nutshell, that's what social proof is. Exactly. That's, that's what I was going for. But the, you're right. Like there's so many different ways to explain it to people. But that's one of the ones that I hear all the time. Like, what business do I have growing a following on TikTok or on Instagram for that matter? But, or, or maybe you, I don't know, maybe, shoot, you could even talk about like the, well, maybe, maybe I won't throw that recommendation out there. I was gonna say you could talk about the downsides of your business and that could be a channel in and of itself, but maybe, maybe don't do that because that might get you canceled. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta, gotta be careful with what you post now. Um. Yeah. And more specifically, I was thinking like, oh, well, you know, if, if I'm an HVAC guy, maybe I could just post about all the times I have to clean toilets. But I mean, if you're complaining about cleaning toilets, that might not be good for your business. So, right, right. <laughs> or you maybe know, it would be. I don't know. I think, you know, I think it, for me personally, I think it comes down to people who are really good at something. And that's why the business is even there, right? Like you're really good at HVC. You're really good at, uh, landscaping you're really good at video production whatever and you're trying to make yourself be the one who's also good at the other stuff and you don't have to be the one that's good at tiktok instagram facebook like there are people who live for that yep hire them (laughs) absolutely and on top of that i mean when you think about it like to your point yeah oh i just realized i'm looking at your coffee is it a blue cup yep dang (laughs) (laughs) um but back to your point the uh i mean sure being able to have someone market your your stuff on platforms like tiktok and stuff is hugely beneficial you may get a leg up in the game but at the end of the day it's still just a platform yep i mean if you're good if you're good you have a chance regardless of whether or not you're good at tiktok you might be good at dancing and if you dance on TikTok, look at how that worked out for all these kids. You know, they made it. They weren't TikTok experts. They might be technologically savvy, but 
nobody was a TikTok expert in the beginning stages of TikTok. So, and they made it. So you don't have to be an expert at Instagram. You don't have to be an expert at YouTube. There are things that you can do to get your leg up in the game, but, you know, slow and steady, even if it takes 10 years, people will find you. And if you're good at what you do and you're a likable person, they're going to follow you. It's just Mm -hmm. as simple as that. 100%. 100% true. I have way too many friends who started YouTube channels years ago, left, and they come back now in this boom of YouTube and they're like, holy crap, I have a million followers or maybe not. That's an exaggeration. They're like, I have 100,000 subscribers. They left. It's just that their content was good. And over the years, people watched it. People liked it. People subscribed to them. I believe it. I believe it. But there's, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I don't know how we got on the TikTok wave, but if you, if you have a business and you're not on TikTok, <laughs> you should be on there. Go check out our YouTube channel. We have a pinned video about TikTok and how you can use it to your advantage. There's some great examples up there. This was a couple of months ago, and the platform has evolved even more since then. So look us up, Tortuga Marketing on YouTube. There's a video about it. It's me. It's my face. You'll see it. Go find Spencer too. He's on TikTok. You should watch his videos. His videos are entertaining. Very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I'm embarrassed now. I don't want anybody. No, don't go look me up. I'll do that. Go look up Lewis. The Spencer Ryan. (laughs) Oh man. I think that's a great stopping point. Um, I think we got a, we covered a lot of ground. It's looking rainy. I'm getting sleepy. My coffee's out. I'm out of coffee. I'm getting sleepy. But, uh, I'm hungry too. Let's go get food. Okay, sounds good. Thanks everybody so much for listening to episode two of The Shell season two. As always, please don't forget to rate our podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys. Stay tuned for episode three. And that's all for today. We'll catch you guys on the next episode.